Aha, yes. How we all doing? Friday. We've managed to uh, trip all the way and get ourselves through the end of the week. And we've made it. Mm. Kind of like uh, Slippy Joe, as they're calling him now in the press. Joe Biden, if you don't know. <laughs> he, uh, he managed to uh, uh, trip on the stairs as he was walking up um, into Air Force One. And uh, that's why they're calling him uh, Slippy Joe, because, um, you know, they, they can't call him Sleepy Joe. And I saw the video to this. <laughs> you know, yes, it was windy. I mean, it, it was so windy, you, you had to turn it down. You had to turn the volume down because it was just that annoying uh, hiss that you, that you could hear. You could just hear. <laughs> that's all you could hear. But, you know, watching the video, it just looked like, you know, when you get that that drunk uncle of yours and, you know, they've had too much to drink and then they try and uh, slip away unnoticed and leave the, leave the party. But because they're trying so hard to go unnoticed, they actually slip and they fall down. And then as they're about to fall down, they, they grab the nearest you know, the closest bottle of wine or whiskey with them when they go down. So, you know, the first time, he, when he fell the first time, it was almost like, oh, shit, fuck. Maybe they, maybe they didn't see me fall. And then he got up and then he fell again. And it was a little bit more dramatic uh, the second time. It was kind of very similar. The way he fell, it was kind of very similar to... You remember when Robert Mugabe uh, fell uh, fell down fell down the stairs coming out of uh, Zim Force One, and you know everyone took pictures because he fell at such an angle, and all those people who were supposed to catch catch him when he fell, you know you know they all got hung or they got executed or they got fed to hungry dogs or they had some kind of horrible death set aside to them. That's kind of how he fell, but he was falling. He was falling upwards, so it looked even more awkward. And of course, you know, obviously, <laughs> obviously, the the right wing, the right wing media have all you know have all uh, 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 dived on this and said, oh, "You see, you see, he's too old. He's too old to be a president. He's too old to be a president." I told you. You motherfucker votes are rigged. So, yeah, they they are they are diving into a into a Joe Biden for this. But you know, as I say, to his to his defense, and I'm not taking uh, Slippy Joe's side, but it it was very windy. If you watch the video, and it's all over social media, it, it's very windy and it's very un, it's very unpleasant to listen to. So, yeah, we, we kind of made it to the end of the week like Joe Biden did. We did a Joe Biden and slipped and we fell and we fumbled. And somehow by Thursday, we realized, oh, fuck, we've got one more day left. And then we've managed to drag ourselves over the line. You know, like, you know, like those, those people who suppose... 
and claim that they train for the marathon. And then they finish like like 120th out of uh, 130 runners. And they get to the finish line and like... <sighs> that's, kind of, that's kind of us when we get to the end of the week. Uh, lots to get through on the show uh, this evening. It was a really nice day today. I went for a, 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 a cycle on my bike. And you see, the, the thing about days like today when the sun is out is everybody flocks to the park, which isn't a problem. But when you want to ride your bike, it's a bit of a problem. And I landed up hitting some old woman. Well, I think she was old. I don't know if she was old. But, uh... I, it wasn't my fault because it was full, the park. And I was actually following the, following the rules. So I, was, I saw this woman, and I don't know, I think maybe she had been in her house for too long, maybe locked down, you know, started eating her brain cells or what or something. But I see this woman... And, you know, so I slow down and I start coasting on my bike. So I'm not even pedaling. I'm just freewheeling because I'm trying to judge and understand this woman's movement. And the thing is, I can't swerve very quickly because I've got people walking next to me and I've got cyclists and other people next on my right-hand side. So I'm, I'm coasting. I'm freewheeling and I'm just I'm watching this woman. And all of a sudden, she just stops and then... I hit her. And of course, you know, all you know, all of these people, oh my God, oh my God. But, uh, you know, I luckily I was proven right because um, she said to me, she came up to me and she said, I'm so, I'm so, so sorry. I am so, so, so sorry. I'm not used to walking around bicycles. So that kind of, you know, explained my theory that, uh, she, uh, you know, she hasn't left the house for probably since March last year. And this was a whole new experience for her. I don't really understand uh, walking to the park, you know, on a day like this. You know, if you're going to go to the park, go to the grass. Sit on the grass and drink. Don't walk where people are riding their bikes. I, something I don't understand. Anyway, it was a nice day. I really enjoyed it. It's lots of lots of nice things happening. Uh, the clocks go forwards uh, next week, so that means summertime is officially starting. But uh, I see apparently we are supposedly hitting a third wave now. So just as we think we're turning a light on this uh, very long corner, turning turning. Coming to the end of the corner is what I wanted to say. And seeing the light, we get hit by this. And I see also uh, today, corona cases are uh, on the high again. I see uh, some new cases. What was it? Um, 7,400 new cases of corona, which is uh, not surprising, given what I mean, what I saw today at Vondel Park. I'm not surprised that uh, tomorrow there'll be even more cases. But, uh, you know, ministers are ministers are, are supposedly meeting this weekend. 
uh, to discuss options to further relax the coronavirus measures ahead of uh, Tuesday's press conference. But, you know, as I say, with, um, with, the, with the rise in infections, there's a very highly unlikely chance that there's going to be any relaxation of any measures. I see in Germany as well, uh, uh, the Corona Task Force. I love the names these people come up with in situations like this. Instead of just a task force, no, no, it's the Corona Task Force. Anyway, Germany's version of the Corona Task Force uh, were meeting up uh, today because they were supposed to relax measures or some measures. And they've said, no, because the cases are so high, we are going to we're going to keep these measures in, in place. Uh, France is going to go into lockdown. Well, most of the country, not all the country. Paris is going into, into a, a lockdown. And some other parts of the, the country uh, is going uh, into lockdown. So, as I say, just when we think we've got this under control, it doesn't seem to, uh, doesn't seem to be the case. So, I, I don't know. I still, I'm still, I'm still on the fence about this whole, this whole dumb curfew thing because, you know, this whole curfew was supposedly designed to to stop the numbers, uh, uh rising. But uh, I guess, uh, I guess that wasn't the case because, you know, and and that just shows you. That just shows you how 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 much politicians don't actually know what they're doing because if they knew what they were doing, the numbers would have been dropping. And I don't want to hear it because I said the same thing yesterday. Sweden has made the perfect example of how to deal with this. They never imposed any restrictions on their citizens. And now everyone in Sweden, as I speak, on a Friday evening, are... Sitting outside, probably drinking beer, having dinner, enjoying life, because they did things the right way by not imposing sanctions and restrictions on their citizens. You know this whole this whole curfew thing. I had no problem with you implementing a curfew. You know it's all about trial and error. Clearly, it was more of an error than a trial. But what frustrates me is that. When they when they introduced this curfew in the uh, in the middle of January, they told us it's only for two weeks. We promise it's only for two weeks, and obviously you know whenever a politician says we promise, it's it's another way for saying we are lying to you. I knew that wasn't going to be the case, and I still need to give Natasha my IBAN number so she can give me money, because Natasha fell for that. Uh, she fell for the fact that uh, there was going to be a, 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 the curfew was going to end. We all know that wasn't the case. So I, I think I need to send her my IBAN details after the show, so she can send me that ten euros. <laughs> I should have, I should have been more brave. I should have set a, I should have set, I should have set the bar higher and said a hundred, a hundred euros. Would have been much better. Would have been much more rewarding. But anyway, look, you know, I'm very I'm very optimistic. I mean, 
I know D66 and uh, Secret Kras want to uh, get rid of this uh, this curfew as soon as uh, as soon as possible. So you know, let's see what let's see what happens. I mean, she did say today, Secret Kras, that uh, uh, it'll be even more difficult for for youngsters in particular to stick to the 9 p.m. deadline. Because obviously, you know, next week we're going into daylight savings. So, very interesting. I I hope that uh, this is the case because, you know, if, if anything, especially now, it's it's just going to, uh, it's just going to make people want to break the law even more, especially now as we go into summertime. So let's see. What's very interesting is that uh, Hugo de Jong still has a job. And, well, he confirmed uh, today that 2 million vaccinations uh, had been given in the Netherlands and that by the, start of next, by the start of next month, the figure should be around 3 million. So let's see. Let's see what happens. You know, we've got to be optimistic about stuff like this. But, uh, yeah. Uh. Some good news, uh, and that is events uh, can begin preparing for concerts, or organizers can be, can begin preparing for concerts, uh, festivals, sports matches, and uh, congresses from July 1st, uh, the caretaker cabinet has said today. Now, should the events have been cancelled because of coronavirus measures, then the government, listen to this, the government will pay 80% uh, of the cost as the as a gift uh, and the rest as a loan. A junior economic affairs minister, Mona uh, Casio, told uh, told a website nu.nl. Uh, the regulation will the regulation will cover events organised between July and the end of December, but will not apply to new uh, events, which are to be held for the first time. A minister said in January that the government was setting up a 300 million euro guarantee fund for events so that organizers can start preparing a summer a four summer festivals and sporting events without fearing that they will be left to pick up the bill. Um, I was reading something today, actually. Because, you know, everyone's, all these countries are trying to figure out the correct and proper way to... Uh, uh, to use these passports, these green passports, these corona vaccination passports. And I was reading uh, today in the news that um, in the UK, Michael Gove, he's, I mean, he made such a fuck up of the Brexit negotiations. He's now been put a char in charge of, the, of, uh, of this uh, green card vaccination program. And uh, basically, uh, he asked everyone, Involved, so he's asked uh, the hospitality industry. He's asked airlines. Uh, he's basically everything that's involved with people mixing. He's asked, you know, what what's your opinion? You know, cinemas, theaters, all of that. And uh, it's it's a mixed reaction because some some are in, some are wanting it and encouraging it, whereas others aren't. So, like uh, in the UK, they 
in the UK, they don't see the uh, the need. So sporting events, uh, I think it was sporting events and concerts. They they find it very difficult, or they will find it very difficult. Uh, to fact, uh, you know, to to be able to, uh, uh, you know, tell if people have been vaccinated or not. It'll it'll just take too long to to scan everyone's documents. So they they don't oppose it, but they just don't like the idea of it. Whereas obviously, you know, places like uh, restaurants, um, airlines are also welcoming it. Uh, and I think theaters, theaters and cinemas are saying they don't want anything to do with it because, a mo- you know, when you go watch a movie or a, or a play, you shouldn't be thinking about infecting someone. So they are uh, against the war on that. But it's very interesting, very mixed reactions. And it's the same here in Europe because everyone's trying to figure out how the hell they're going to deal with this. But, uh, I mean, we st- they've still got time to... Sp- somehow figure out how they're going to do this because it's only until it's only in June anyway um or the 1st of June when uh, when we supposedly going to get uh, these these passports now uh five children in Nevada in Nevada were hospitalized uh, this week with liver failure after drinking real water uh, authorities are now urging Americans uh, to avoid this brand, it's a brand of water, by the way, it's not actually water that they drink, <laughs> um, whilst they investigate this uh, this incident. Uh, one family has also sued the beverage brand after three members of its household fell ill. Now, uh, the Food and Drug Administration told consumers, restaurants, uh, restauranteurs, and retailers not to drink, cook, sell or serve uh, the product until more information is known about the cause of the illness. Uh, other adults and children from two of the house uh, from two of the households experienced less severe symptoms, uh, including fever, vomiting, nausea, loss of appetite, and fatigue. Mm, this to me this sounds like they had corona. This doesn't sound like it comes from drinking a brand of water you ask me now our favorite our favorite person our favorite person spoke a spokesperson for real water i still need to get my i still need to put a put an advert out get ourselves a, a spokesperson for the show and for the for the company now this spokesperson for real water says that its water is a ph 9.0 and is infused with negative ions, 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 ions. It claims that uh, this means that uh, the water can help your body restore restore balance and reach your full potential. Uh, the brand is owned by uh, Las Vegas-based company AffinityLifestyles.com. Uh, Real Water told News 3 Las Vegas... Uh, that uh, it would work with the FDA to achieve a swift resolution on the matter. Mm, very scary, that. Jesus Christ. Now, uh, this is uh, very interesting. Apparently, there's a, new, uh, there's a new mutant of the coronavirus in France 
These dirty French. Apparently they're calling it the Brittany variant because it comes from Brittany. And uh, apparently this variant, it's, it's actually very difficult to detect it because... Uh, it 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 hides in your na- in your in the nasal part of your nose, so basically when you get the swab, your corona swab, it won't actually detect anything. The test won't actually detect anything. So I'm thinking maybe they should do it the Chinese way and get you get a swab up your ass, you know, an anal an anal uh, swab. So. Everywhere you go, we got all of these infections. All of these corona variants are popping out. Uh, even Finland uh, this week reported a uh, their own variant of a Finnish corona variant. So, everywhere we are looking, there is lots of uh, lots of variants going on. Incredible! This is not what we want. All right, everybody, a very short and sweet show. I think, uh, you know, it's Friday, you know, we should go out and drink and have fun. Oh, wait, no, we can't do that. But uh, we've got a very busy week next week here on Amsterdam Lab. Uh, I'm going to be talking and interviewing some very interesting people. We're going to be talking to a guy called Mike. He is the co-owner of Match of Matchmaker. I know what you're thinking. It's not a dating website. It is actually a uh, it's a website for podcasters where they can meet new podcasters and share their ideas and all of that. So very much looking forward to chatting to him. Uh, we've also got a business owner that we're going to be chatting to, finding out you know just what gave them uh, inspiration and inspired them and all of that. So lots of good things coming up. Amsterdam Lab, not just next week, but in the coming weeks and months. You don't, you don't, you you really don't want to go anywhere because I am, uh, I am looking forward to the the future. The future looks good, very very good. Hmm. All right, everybody, have yourselves a terrific Friday, a terrific weekend. And we'll be back on Monday.